Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode with us. So excited to have you here as today we're talking about From Surviving to Thriving, the Power of Authentic Resilience. And I have a wonderful speaker from the Women Thrive Summit, Yamari Negron. Hi, Yamari. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm good. Where are you joining us from? I'm joining you from Austin, Texas. I'm originally from New York, but um, I moved here about three years ago and so far I'm loving it. Oh, beautiful. I love it. Well, I so miss the United States and I hope to visit there soon. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little bit about Yamari, who is our guest today. And actually, I'm very excited about today's topic because I know in life, life can throw a lot of stuff at us and sometimes it really tests our resilience so today we are talking about the power of authentic resilience and exploring this topic of how to survive through the difficult times of our lives so Yamri is the founder of Namaste and Slay an empowerment brand that leverages a combination of science and spiritual principles to help self-determined women to find purpose in their pain and thrive in spite of it her signature method, Slay, is a self-mastery framework that stands for stop, look underneath the surface, adopt a new narrative, and say yes to the new you. So I'm excited today about exploring the opportunities of you discovering the new you and looking from underneath. Yamri, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to talk about this topic because I find that oftentimes when people are used to living in adversity, living under stress, living in crisis, they can confuse grit for survival, right? Getting by for, for thriving and also adopt a lot of maladaptive strategies for um, achieving success, achieving, accomplishing goals that can hurt them more than help them. So I'm super excited to talk about this today and provide more insight on that. Yeah, definitely. Why are we specifically talking about authentic resilience today? Why is this an important thing? Yes, because I, I think that similar to the messages out there that we're hearing about empowerment, it's it's used so often that it can become diluted, right? We start to think that empowerment means being able to push through or resilience means being able to push through no matter what, being able to survive anything, Right. And that's not what authentic resilience is at all. Authentic resilience is a mindset. It's literally mind, body, and soul integration, uh, getting super clear on what your purpose is, right? Who you are, why you're so un unique to the world, right? Why 
um, you matter. That That's part of it on a soul level. The mindset piece is adopting this mindset that there is shit that's going to happen in our lives, right? And we can't control it. We can't control uh, the things that happen in our external reality all the time, but we can change the way that we respond to it. We can change the outcomes. And there's also a physical component to it as well that I don't think a lot of people realize when we talk about resilience, which is training the body to even to, to be able to withstand adversity because we do have a nervous system, right? And again, when we have survived chronic stress, adversity, and trauma, which are the individuals that I support, it doesn't matter how much you positively think and affirm your way through it or push through it. If you're, if your body's in a state of survival, it is going to do anything and everything to hold you back from that goal that you have and what it is that you want to achieve in your life. Right. And so it's important for people to understand that, that if you want to thrive in life, if you don't want to just feel like you're always getting by, it requires you to look at your life more holistically. I have a mind, I have a body, I have a soul. And how do I bring all those things in unison in order to get to where, where I want to be? Yeah. I, I do feel like, you know, going through difficult times is not just persevering, it's not just pushing through, but finding more holistic approach to life where actually it's sustainable. It's not a way of dealing with a situation that's going to burn you out or leave you flat out on the floor is actually being able to withstand, as you said, and stay strong through it. So what are some of the ways that people can start to master that authentic and sustainable resilience in their lives? The first step is always cultivating self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? That's like step number one. Uh, the way I explain it to my clients is the cycle of transformation or the cycle of healing, because to me, they're synonymous is a cycle of awareness, acceptance, alignment. So the first step is we have to be willing to become self-aware. And part of self-awareness is I accept the shadows, I accept the light, right? I accept the good, the bad. And I look at all of it as part of a learning opportunity rather than an opportunity to shame, guilt, condemn, right? So if I'm not where I want to be in life, if I don't have the things that I want, what is it that needs to be brought to my awareness at this time? Whether it's about a change that I need to make, a skill set that I need to, to adopt, right? Um, an action set that I need to take, a mindset shift that I need to have. And then the second piece is that acceptance. How can I accept what is and still take action in alignment with my the objective, my goal, my purpose? And then alignment is the actual integration piece, right? Which is we have to do things differently. Um, I deal with a lot of women, a lot of the women that come to me, they've been to Landmark, they've been to Tony Robbins, they've been to all these events, and they're stuck. And the biggest reason is because they haven't quite integrated in a way that allows them to take aligned action, right? So we can know, we can, I've had people come to me with like seven page reports on their trauma, right? Like, just understand, literally, I'm not even exaggerating, I wish I was lying, right? Like, here's my trauma from age five. And we can know. But until we start taking action in alignment with what it is that we really want versus the old narratives, the old woundings, the old traumas, we're going to stay stuck in the same place or we're going to recreate the cycle. And so I would start there as being willing to develop that awareness, cultivating acceptance around yourself, around circumstances. What can, what is the thing that I can control? What are the things I cannot control? And how do I respond to life through that lens? 
And then making sure that no matter what, no matter how tough life gets, no matter how scary it is, you're clear on why it is that you need to take aligned action and you do it afraid. Yeah. Oh my God. You just said it right there. Do it afraid. And I wanted to pick up on something, our response, our response to what life throws at us, especially for those who have or have been through trauma, perhaps are still working through their trauma. A lot of the times our trauma, and, and you know, as you are a trauma-informed coach, I want to pick up on that. How can we find a way to respond to life situations in a way that is perhaps not um, detrimental to ourselves mm. or the situation? <laughs> well, how, how I like to approach it is I like to look at, I understand that where I am right now is a product of my past experience. And so if I could, if I was already the person, if I already had the tools, if I already had the skill sets to be and have what I wanted, I'd have it already. So there must be something going back to that awareness piece. There must be something that I need to observe. And so how I approach it is looking at where is it that I want to be and what I, I like to look at it through the lens of core characteristics and values. What are the values? What are the characteristics that I have to adopt to be the version of me that can, for example, have the healthy relationship that can uh, have the seven figure business. And I'm honest with myself. I look at it through the lens of, I have an acronym that I use with my clients called same, right? In order to create consistent results, we have to look at what are we doing the same? What are the skill sets? What are the action sets? What are the mindsets? And what are the external things that are repeating? Because if they're repeating, they're what? They're keeping us here, right? And so I'm constantly looking at my life through that lens is, what are the other skill sets that I might need to adopt right now? Sometimes the skill set, which, you know, you and I talked about this before we jumped on this call, the season that I've been, the skill set has been patience, right? I'm so good at trying to, you know, finding a way that this last season was a season of you wait, don't pluck the seeds before they're ready. <laughs> don't overwater the garden. Season of patience, trusting faith, Right. And so I'm, I'm constantly looking through my life through that lens and I invite my clients to do the same. I love it. <laughs> it's just so visual. When you speak, I'm like constantly in awe. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> what else is going to come out of this lady's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Marie, I know I want to kind of take it a little bit more personal and behind the scenes of some of your own life experiences that brought you here and gave you purpose to do what you do today would you share with our audience just some parts of your life of things that you have had to face in your journey in order to build your own authentic resilience yes absolutely so since I was a child life was hard and yet there was always a part of me that felt like it shouldn't have to be or like I don't understand why it's so complicated, why I remember being a very small child and I just looked at the world differently. I didn't understand things like racism. I was like, I don't get it. I didn't even understand authority. Part of the reason why I experienced a lot of the trauma I did as a kid was because I didn't get why adults got to speak to me the way that they did <laughs> and tell me what to do. I did not understand. I'm like, we're all equal at five. I was just like, we are all equal. And I don't understand. I don't understand Life just seems a lot harder than it should be. And so 
I experienced a lot of tough things in my life. Um, I experienced some abuse in the Catholic system where you want to talk about a child who has struggles with authority. Back then when corporal punishment was still legal, there were a lot of consequences to that. And so starting with those experiences that taught me that it was literally not safe for me to speak up, literally not safe for me to be me, you know, being locked in closets, being beaten uh, to the point that my grandmother had to pull me out of school quit her job and say, I'm going to just take care of you full time because we can't, <laughs> you know, thank God someone finally came to my aid, but starting with that. And then all these other lived experience beyond that, where it's just life constantly felt tough. I hit a, a crossroads in my thirties, early thirties, um, where it just felt like no matter how much I had learned to survive that and achieve success in the midst of chronic stress, adversity, challenge, for the first time ever, it felt like life was finally, all aspects of life were starting to fall apart. I had made the six figures. I was making an extra 10K a month in my side hustle, right? I had I had the marriage that looked perfect on paper. Um, I was traveling several times a quarter and I was the saddest and loneliest I had ever been in my life. I was depressed and I didn't even know it, right? And so, so when I got there, when I realized that success, um, resilience isn't measured by what you're able to achieve in spite of the adversity. It's measured by who you become. It completely changed my perspective on my life, my purpose. And it led me here. It led me to leaving corporate America and with four months of savings in my bank account saying universe, I'm going to, I trust that this is what I'm supposed to do. This is where I'm supposed to be. I'm going to take that leap of faith and I'm going to move forward, trusting that you're going to have my back. Right. And so that's been my journey of resilience is just being tested time and time again with, do you understand who you truly are and how worthy you are and how deserving and in those moments when the things that in your, you want in your life are, are threatened, we threaten to take that all away. Do you still understand who you truly are, what you deserve and that you're deserving? <laughs> and just meeting that lesson every time again and, and doing it afraid, as we mentioned earlier. Wow, that's who you become in the process. And I find a lot with, uh, especially through trauma, we feel... Uh, not worthy of success we not feel worthy of relationships or just having that happiness you know and we try to stuff so much more into our lives than we should overworking overachieving um trying to succeed in our professional lives and then when all of this adversity hits as you say you know it's it's really who you become it's not how much more can you achieve that you can almost we're waiting for that moment of crowning ourselves right and oh I badge of honor got through this tough time with no scarring and I still made six or seven figures this year it's like yes it's as you said that's not really going to make you happy from inside yeah at, at what price right because I had accomplished everything on paper that I had set out to first to graduate college and my family first to make six figures first to start my business. I had checked up first to get 
well, I can't say first to get married, but on paper, it looked like to my family, like I was the first to have a healthy marriage that was still very toxic behind closed doors. There was a lot of emotional abuse happening, mm -hmm. right? But it's like, I had on paper, I had this perfect image of, oh, the girl who made it out, but I was still stuck deep in it, right? I hadn't really become this version of me now that's like, well, you know, we talked about this earlier, life is going to happen. And often it's because the bigger your purpose, the more your will will be tested, right? And so life is going to happen. And in those moments, how you know it's authentic resilience versus false resilience is, do you allow it to become an excuse for giving up? Oh, wow. Right? Do you allow it to become the reason why you no longer bet on yourself? You no longer prioritize yourself, put yourself first. You no longer align with that purpose or do you stand in your authenticity? I see this a lot that especially for high achieving women and for those of us who built this beautiful life that perhaps the expectation of our families, our friends and everything on the outside looks so good and we have to live it up. How do we accept the crumble in the moments of defeat? Because sometimes the moments of crumble will come and especially at the height of your season. And I think it's that accepting that something is about to crumble is a really hard thing. It makes us feel like a failure. What is your take on that? Shifting your mindset to one that, you know, there are seasons. So it's not about if something is come crumbling, it's to make space right? That's been very huge and important for me because the acceptance piece is hard, especially when a trauma response, right? To the chronic stress and adversity has been control. It can be really, really hard, which is probably why I'm, I'm I like to say that I'm God or the universe's most stubborn child. <laughs> like I will, I will hang on to control for dear life, right? So sometimes I learned the lessons probably a little bit harder than I need to. But once I started shifting my mindset to one of this acceptance, this does suck. I don't like it. I hate it, but I accept that if it's crumbling, it is creating space for better. Once I shifted that mindset, I'm not going to say it's always been easy, right? But there's no, there's no unnecessary suffering because there is a difference, right? There's suffering in life. There's suffering that we can't avoid sometimes, especially if we're here to break tons of cycles in our family, right? Cycles of poverty, cycles of abuse, cycles of trauma, right? Like there's going to be suffering, but sometimes we create unnecessary suffering by not allowing things to crumble. We ask the universe, we ask God for certain things. And then because it doesn't look exactly the way we thought, we, we hold on tight, but it's not my way. It's not, you know, so what I've learned probably through, I, I say that the universe has forced me into submission, what I've learned is the better that I can get at, okay, fine, fine. Have it your way because I'm done resubscribing to traumas. So just have it your way. <laughs> the, the smoother, it might not always feel the easiest, but the smoother the path becomes after that, right? And the confidence, guys, the confidence that comes with that too. Like there's nothing more powerful than doing the thing you were the most afraid of, right? Like for me, one of those first things was walking away from that toxic marriage. Right. I had to write belief systems around that. I had, I had to literally rewrite belief systems because I was so deaf to his part until one day I woke up and I said, it doesn't count if I'm slowly dying in it every day. Oh my God. Right. 
So you just have to get to a space where you have to understand what is it that you're truly fighting for, which is why you've heard me say a few times throughout this podcast, purpose. Every single one of us has a unique purpose. If you can click clear on that, on those days where it feels really, really tough, it aligns you back to, to the, to the reason why it's worth letting it go. Just have one thought right now. I can't wait for this episode to air right now because I know <laughs> I have tears in my eyes because I know there are women who need to hear this message right now. And perhaps they've been praying for this message in their lives because when life gets so tough, we don't want to resubscribe to that trauma, as you said, and have faith that there is a better opportunity out there. There is better life out there. So Oh, you hit me emotionally, Emery. <laughs> Just because I know how healing these words can be, because I've been there myself. I've been through the trauma of like life looking perfect and having to really question my purpose again. And sometimes that shift in the direction which you headed is the biggest blessing. And it may be very hard. And you may have to have a lot of courage to step away or step into the new shoes, let everything crumble, perhaps lose everything in the process of reinventing yourself. But all of that, I know, and from, from my own experience and from the women experiences and your experience, Yamari, I know, I know deep down that there's a better life out there for every single one of us. And I love that your, your life has been a testimony of everything that you get to share today you lived through it, you've struggled through it, and you're here to tell the women that, you know what, we can still be strong, we can still be resilient, we can overcome trauma, and we don't need to build this facade of that's how life should look like, and just because a subscriber subscribed to us because of our perfect life, actually, the imperfections makes you more beautiful. The imperfections, when everything starts to crumble and everything starts to rebuild afterwards, that's where the magic happens. And this is where true inner happiness lives, not in the building out of a perfectly looking on the outside uh, life that perhaps some of us have been building. And I think it's because we need to redefine strength, right? Mm -hmm. Strength is, to me, the, abil the ability to choose authenticity, choose my authentic truth in the face of losing it all, right? The relationship gets threatened, the job gets threatened. But if it means choosing that over me, I have to choose me, mm -hmm. right? Because I understand my purpose. I understand that I, I am I am not here by accident. I haven't gone through my experiences by accident, right? And, and, what, and what you just shared, it's sometimes I think we minimize that, right? I think there's probably women listening to this, minimizing that, not understanding that your testimony, your experiences do have the ability to completely transform the life of someone else without you even having to meet them, right? And so for those who might even be listening and questioning, but what, what if I don't really get that? Like, what if I don't understand what purpose I have? Well, then I say, well, then choose to make purpose of it right? Because reality is it happened. It happened already. 
are we going to allow it to condemn us to a life of unhappiness and feeling unworthy? Or are we going to use it as a stepping stone to make something great of it, right? So I choose to make something great of these circumstances. And to me, that's true resilience. Wow. I love it. And this brings me back to a moment in my life where I walked away from everything because I no longer wanted to subscribe to uh, the life that I had and that moment of courage. And I remember being so relieved. And I said to myself, I may not know what lies ahead of me. And I know it's going to be a struggle and pain. But right now in this moment, I feel relieved not only for myself to empowering myself, but how my story will empower others to make that leap of faith to walk out of a toxic relationship of, um, you know, a situation that they no longer feel happy and aligned to. And I knew that if I could make that decision, make that leap, my life will change and I will get aligned to my purpose. And so it was six, eight months later when I was sharing my story, women came to me and said I love it you know you sharing your testimony and your story has helped me and has given me courage and strength and belief again that my life can be different to what it is today mm. so that's my testimony of following the exact steps that you shared <laughs> yeah there is power in choice right going back to that piece of acceptance things are going to happen that are outside of our control but how we respond has the ability to change the outcome significantly. I can be here for another half hour with you. <laughs> what do we must wrap up this podcast today? And what a pleasure to have you here today. I feel like we only just barely scratched the surface. And it's just been a pleasure because I do believe that this conversation alone, you know, you may be here for 25, 30 minutes with us listening to this. But I hope it sets you as a listener onto a new path. Hopefully it inspires you, motivated you, and gave you just a view of how life could be, or perhaps gave you healing that you're currently looking for. Henry, how do people get in touch with you if they wanted to follow up with you? Uh, yes, thank you for that. You can find me at namaste, the letter N, and then slay, and Instagram, or namaste and slay dot com brilliant and of course in the show notes you'll find all the contact information for yamory and all the details that you need also you are a speaker at the upcoming women thrive summit tell us a little bit more about your talk and why should people attend it yes well actually we'll be talking a little bit more about this the title of my talk is becoming unstoppable the power of cultivating a resilient mind and I'm going to be sharing some more of these tools, some more of my, my experience to help women go from a state of just getting by and surviving to a space where they're maximizing their full potential. Beautiful. I can't, honestly, I can't wait for it. And if you're listening to this right now and you wanting to attend the Women Thrive Summit, it's happening March 20th to 24th in 2023. This is our annual Women Empowerment event. And I hope you get to tune in to Yamari's talk. So in the schedule, you'll find information for her, for her session. Um, as well as if you're watching this actually on a replay and perhaps you're watching this at some time later, you can still head over to womenthrivesummit.com and catch a replay of all of these sessions we have with our amazing speakers. I feel healed in this moment in time and I didn't even know we needed this conversation right now. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you. I'm merely just facilitating the process to to allow the space for other women to heal and also for for women like yourself to share their powerful testimonies and their stories because we're so worth it. You know, we've been through so much and our testimonies can help someone else. And I do truly hope that this podcast episode has supported someone who needs this right now. Thank you. Any last parting thoughts before we leave? Yeah, just, you know, don't give up. Things, crummy things in life are going to happen. You may not understand it now. You may not never understand it, but you do have the power to co-create a different reality if you're just willing to practice a little bit of self-awareness, a little bit of acceptance, and be brave enough to take action afraid. So I hope that what I shared today helps everyone who's listening, whether you know live or, or post-session. I look forward to seeing some of these ladies at my talk in a few weeks. Beautiful. And to make sure you connect with Yamari on her social media channels, let her know. I think the biggest blessing when we uh, share nuggets of inspiration in our stories like this is when people come back and let us know. We may never know how this episode inspired or supported someone or the change that they will go on to make in their lives. But what I want to say that the biggest blessing is when you reach out to some of our speakers and let them know how this may have impacted you. So I invite you to make sure that you have connected with Yamri on her social channels or her website. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. And if you feel inspired by this, to make sure you share it with someone or on social media channels, tag us or tag Yamri on her social media channels and thank her for this conversation today we look forward to seeing you on another podcast take care for now bye-bye did you enjoy this episode share it with the world make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes